Welcome to Funding the Performing Arts Podcast. My name is Brian Gilbert, and today is episode 201. We will be talking about our first episode, which is 201. Hold on and strap in. Here we go. Welcome to Funding the Performing Arts Podcast. Open and frank discussion about supporting and growing the performing arts, such as instrumental, vocal, drama, dance, marching and pageantry arts hey everybody how you doing today this is brian gilbert i am the founder and ceo of fans Rays, and this is episode 201 this is our first episode probably asking why'd you call it 201 why'd you call it episode one well we're actually at the beginning of our second year uh at uh, running fans Rays, so it felt good to make this two like, this is the second of something, uh, even though this is our first episode. So, yeah, in reality, episode one looks kind of lame and dinky. So we decided to call it 201. That's just what we did. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit on this inaugural episode about what we're going to do with this podcast and how it relates to fans raise. And in truth, it relates a little bit to fans raise. But even if you're not a client or if you have no idea what I'm talking about and you're just interested in arts fundraising and trying to make ends meet, with your performing arts ensemble or group's budget, you're still in the right place. Uh, but we, or I should say, I come at the arts funding direction a little different. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about some of that backstory. But uh, FansRaise is an online crowdfunding community. It's an online platform that's designed to help performing arts ensembles raise money in a really easy, quick, and painless way. So everyone in the audience is probably familiar with GoFundMe and how those campaigns work. We're, we're like GoFundMe on steroids. And what we do is we create an online activity for students or for members of an ensemble where they can contribute their own contacts by email. And then our system emails those potential donors about your campaign and promotes your campaign page to that audience and it's a tremendously effective, it's contextually relevant in that the emails are, are, they come across as if they're sent by the student or by the member. And it really talks about the, the role that the arts organization plays in that individual's life. And I think that that's, you know, people support causes and, and campaigns that they know and they're somewhat attached to. And I know at the end of 2017, into the beginning of 2018, there was much ado made about the new tax thing and how nonprofits are going to get screwed and all this and that. And that's probably not altogether untrue, but I don't think it's going to really have a macro effect or impact on, uh, let's say, a marching band booster fundraising program. Uh, it might. Maybe a little, but I think at the top, top end of, you know, big organizations like United Way and American Cancer Society and, and things like that, Gift of Life Donor Program, a lot of those organizations work on corporate grants and corporate donations and corporate match and things like that. And some of the legislation appears as if it's going to affect that, but it's not necessarily Aunt Ginny or Uncle Fred supporting Billy the clarinet player's marching band trip to go to the Sugar Bowl next year. I don't think that you're going to see a whole lot of impact there. So 
Who uses fans rays? Well, right now we're working with a ton of marching bands, drum corps. Uh, we're also working with quite a bit of indoor organizations, so winter color guard, indoor percussion. We've got some vocal groups. We've had some uh, some interest in in terms of theater, like community theater. So if it's performing arts and there's some sort of a performance element or a um, a connection to kids, that's where Fans Raise lives. If you're a private independent music teacher or vocal teacher and you just want some, some new equipment for your home studio, we're probably not a fit for you. Uh, but if it's a school program or some sort of a nonprofit, uh, that, that's where we live. And we help those groups function. And not just fundraise little bits. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars can be raised in pretty quick, short order. So if you're interested, head to fansraise.com. You can read a little bit more about what we're doing and, and some of the successes we've had with some, with some music programs and performing programs. So uh, real quick, my background and my backstory, just so you get a sense on who the heck is talking at you here. Uh, I founded Fansraise and I have built the company with the help of a couple of business partners. And we all have some sort of, of vested interest and backstory in the arts, uh, which is important to us. Right down to, you know, the attorneys that we use and our financial guy, our accountant, uh, marketing people. Like I've, I've been fortunate in that I can kind of pick and choose who I want to work with on this project, which is really neat having been a frontline employee for most of my career, it's nice to be able to make some decisions and say, hey, you know what? I only want to work with people that know and get and understand the performing arts. So that's really a big core, uh, a core pillar concept for us. And that's a big deal to me. So whenever I need something, I go out to my network on social media or I just ask people I know. And my requirement is, have they marched? Have they played? Do they sing? Do they act or dance? Like that, those are those are the things that are, are really important to me. Because I know if they've done those things, then they're going to get us. And th this is probably a project, really, when you think about it, it's pretty radical um, to, to build something like this. So goals of this podcast, this isn't going to be a fans raise commercial. So if you're here and you're trying to figure out like, why do I want to stay here? Do I want to subscribe? Please subscribe, by the way. But the goals of the podcast are to take some of the, the qualitative and quantitative approaches that some of our clients use. Uh, we're going to interview, uh, a lot of these podcast episodes are going to ultimately be interview, which is cool uh, because you'll get to hear some things uh, out of the mouths of the people that do them and that build them. But I also think that we're going to talk to some folks that aren't clients of Fans Raise. And, you know, where I've already got a, a pretty lengthy list of people. We're going to release episodes. We're going to shoot for every two weeks. And from time to time, we'll throw an episode in that we'll, we'll be talking to a Fans Raise client. But we might talk for... 30 seconds about the campaign that they ran with fans raise and what they did and what they accomplished. But I really, I'm much in, more interested in sharing the other stuff that they do. Um, we're not necessarily of a mindset where you should cancel all of your other fundraisers, like your pie sales, your, your cookie batter sale, your wrapping paper sales, 
your other fundraiser, candy, things like that. Because frankly, those things, that incremental money is important. And I, I think that where we play into the overall fundraising picture of an organization could be more in terms of, hey, this is easy. And this is something that we can quick hit, you know, maybe 10, 15, $20,000 and then keep doing the other stuff we do. But it's because it's uh, it, it reduces the pressure on the parents. This is really something that I built with the kids in mind. And frankly, it doesn't take a lot of energy for the kids. We want the kids focusing on moving and playing and spinning and drumming and acting and singing and dancing uh, and, and taking care of their responsibilities like homework <laughs> and other stuff. So I, I don't want to build this thing that's really bulky and cumbersome and just incredibly uh, time consuming to do. So that's where we're at. So we're going to release, uh, episodes about every two weeks. We're going to release a block of episodes. We're going to record in the can, uh, and we'll put those out on SoundCloud and the iTunes store and hopefully start seeing some, uh, subscriptions and, and some interest. So I think my goals for the podcast, obviously we want to, we want to talk to a lot of people and we'd love to open up some conversations about, Things that your organization is doing, or might you, things you might want to do better uh, in terms of fundraising, and I think that that uh, you know it, it's easy to talk about the wins. It's easy to talk about the fundraisers that crush it. It's sometimes a little uh, more difficult to talk about the fundraisers that don't quite go the way we planned. And uh, I, I've heard some of those stories too, and those are kind of fun to hear and and to share too. So. Uh, I'm really excited about it, and I know that our next episode coming up that we're going to release, so episode 202, will be an interview with Mr. Devin Fletcher. Devin is the founder and the executive director of a performing arts group called Imperial Dynasty Performing Arts. They're based in Wilmington, Delaware. The neat thing about Imperial Dynasty is that they're completely independent, and they're a nonprofit uh, performing youth group that uh, they're not attached to any school. So the more that we work with these independent groups, fundraising, they, they, there's two things that they do year-round, 24-7, and that's recruit members and fundraise. So if you really want to take a, uh, a hint on how to do it well, how to do fundraising well, you should probably tune in. Uh, Devin is a master at finding and developing relationships with foundations and grants and corporate sponsorships. So he's not interested in, you know, quick hit, uh, make a, make, make 300 bucks on a Saturday afternoon at a car wash at a gas station on the corner. He, he wants to raise $30,000 and he puts the energy, uh, mainly on himself, less so on the members, but, even that they have a certain fundraising responsibilities they have to meet. So we're going to talk about the grant application process. We're going to talk about how foundations make their decisions, how corporations function with their charitable giving. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Devin is a really cool cat. Um, he's been doing this for a long, long time. We share a lot of friends in common. I'm getting to know Devin. Um, he's become a friend of mine. Uh, but I know he goes back a ways and has a lot of experience to share. So I'm super excited. We're going to actually um, be doing a webinar together on January 31st, 2018. 
and those audio extracts from that webinar will become the podcast episode. So that's going to be fun. So if you're able to either register for the live event, which you can find, um, there's links all over the place, but if you go to our social media page, go to, go to Facebook and just scroll, um, you know, number one, like and follow our page, uh, fans raise, and then look in our feed and actually in our events, uh, I've set it up as an event. So the link is there. You can go ahead and register and we'll get you all hooked up. So I have a multitude of guests that are coming from all different walks of life. Some are from the marching world. Some are from uh, the vocal, trauma, dance world. Some are, are just more mainstream nonprofit administrators. Um, going to also work on developing and cultivating some content uh, from people that run charitable giving foundations and people that run, um, you know, the uh, that aspect of donations from the corporate point of view. So we're going to try to triangulate on this thing and try to get as much best practices and um, hopefully it's universal enough to where your ensemble will be able to benefit. So that next next episode coming up, 202, will be with Devin Fletcher. So definitely tune in for that. So uh, with that, I would invite you to head on over to fansraise.com, take a look at what we're doing. If you look at the top of our, our page and the very footer of our page, you will see examples of some campaigns that we've run or that are running in, in various states of build uh, and try to get a sense on, on what we're doing. Um, but we're, we're seeing groups of all different shapes and sizes be very, very successful running crowdfunding campaigns done the right way. So with that, uh, I'm going to say goodbye and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, however you get your podcast fodder be sure to uh, hit that subscribe button that would help us out a lot and if you need us for anything go ahead and, and email us at info at and we're happy to help everyone have a good day see you soon bye bye